Hello and welcome to the Nursery and Preschool Chat Room podcast. Join the Twinkle team as we talk about life as a preschool and nursery practitioner. We'll share our honest thoughts and experiences on a range of topics that affect early years practitioners every day in their settings. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Nursery and Preschool Chat Room. I'm Katie. And I'm Charlotte. And I'm Fliss. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about trips and outings in early years. And I think my first question is from my experience is, does anyone even get to go out on trips and outings in early years anymore? Because we could never quite make it work at my setting. The only time anybody ever went anywhere was usually in the baby room when they didn't have as many babies in. Because yeah. they had the push chairs and the buggies. Safer. Yeah, so they could just push them around. Um, so if they had like four or five babies in that day, mm-hmm. they could take their children to the park or they used to take them to the local post office and just out and about. Preschool, on the other hand, those children didn't even know what a trip and outing was because we just couldn't do it. It was just the ratio of the staff. We just couldn't do it was it. actually the same in my setting. I feel like babies and toddlers kind of fairly yeah. went out on... I don't want to say they went out regularly because they didn't, but they definitely went out more than the preschool children did. But as well, because there's like of the ratios, it kind of felt like a bigger, under, like an absolutely massive undertaking taking mm. preschool out. Because like you said, toddlers and babies can go in prams. Preschoolers, yeah. you're having to rely a lot on their behaviour. Well, we had rain but like bigger yeah. rates for the for the preschool children but still I mean at one point I think it was like one to three where we were based it was by the hospitals so the cars were flying up and down ambulances yeah. coming up and down and then to get to the park we had to walk on this massive main road children just they just like they get excited don't they and they just want to run there and they, they're like looking around at everything that's going on around them and they just get really like excited and it's like and then I'm scared because of Bayou Main Road and you've got so many preschool children it's just what about uh, your setting this uh, same babies and toddlers went out more I think preschool was always the room with the most children in so that's just like logistical nightmare but when I was a incredible walk was this a good idea or not let's turn back so similar we've all mentioned is ratios so it sounds like you guys too at your settings like there was a different ratio for when you left the setting I'm guessing it was reduced down did you have that or would you have to follow or were you setting happy for you to follow the same ratio as normal we had one to three for preschool, pre-school. it was one to two so they did say that each staff member had to have um two children but then they upped it to three but then we just found it was too hard for one staff member to have three children because yeah. you know they just start messing about and... it's also really unlikely that at um, any point yeah. you're gonna have that many spare staff in preschool considering the ratios yeah. one to eight normally I mean, I remember once we got the chance to go to a bookshop for Will Book Day because had a token. Yeah. And they were like, oh, bring them up. We'll read them a story. And we were like, we can't bring them up because we just don't have that many staff. We don't think it's safe. It would have been a great opportunity to take them up, have them to listen to a story and then use their token to get a free book. But we just couldn't do it. And it's quite sad because so many opportunities being missed because you just can't staff it. So in my set, I can't quite remember exactly, but I think it was one to two when we went out. So yeah, we ended up, that means that you need, you need an extra money to go out. Yeah. So yeah, it was a very rare occasion that it happened I think when ours happened it was on a Friday afternoon and it might be in the school holidays or something when some children weren't already in mm-hmm. and we only had like five children so it was doable yeah in my setting it was just half the ratio of normal so babies one to two mm-hmm. rounded up toddlers one to two preschool one to four so like I said preschool I think I went out on a trip with them one time but babies and toddlers they went out quite regularly and another setting I worked at the babies and toddlers went out twice a day every day to see the trains so we had like a bridge by the nursery which was about a 10 minute walk away so we used to take 
So you'd have a double buggy and then a child on each side of the reins and you could go on a walk with them. And it was really lovely because that time, like in that setting, that had to happen. But we never went in that setting. We never went anywhere else. But before we've gone to like baby sensory classes, you know, they do like story times at libraries. I've been to those. We went to one nursery. They did plan big proper trips. So we did. We went to the farm a couple of times. They went to like a space center of some sort. I didn't go on that trip. They went to like a steam train. But those ones took so much planning. And they were so they were very expensive for the nursery because everyone was in a half ratio. So they did actually happen more at one nursery, which was quite lucky. Again, always the younger age range, never the older ones, bless them. Yeah, so they always used to like come up to me like, when do we get to go out? On never. <laughs> and you used to feel really bad, you know, like we used to get the bus as well. It was always on the half ratio. So like you'd have two toddlers, they would just sit on the two seats in front of you. But then like the group as a whole, how many children would that be? As long as it fit in the ratio. So you'd only ever really take sort of like four to six. Like it would depend. Yeah. And it would only be like children have unexpectedly left early that day or you have a nursery assistant and you can come up with a reason about why that trip's important or someone like some of the children are off six. It wasn't like a regular thing, but we did get to go quite a lot. Yeah, it just reminded me when you said the bus. The only time the children got to go out in preschool on like school transition visits oh like, that's not a fun day out <laughs> so like because they'd be like say three of them going to a school up the road me and another staff member could take those three children on the bus up to the school so that was like their little trip just going to like look around their school they were starting in september do you know what we never did transition visits of us going out yeah we did quite a few did well you? i used to ring them and say do you want us to bring them there if it was close or would you like to come to see them in setting was it a faff to organize or were you no, always really like either. please come us out for the day please give us a day out <laughs> I mean sometimes it was like because I had to think which children were in what days because they all they kind of had to go as a group yeah a bit planning um, but a lot of them were full time so it was quite easy we used to just take them up to the school and then they'd have a little nosy round and then we'd bring them back so that were their little outing Aww. but then the other children would be like well why aren't I going to my school like, your school's not letting you visit <laughs> they didn't want to see you when we get to do trips like going on buses like a lot of children actually haven't been on a bus yeah, before yeah. they were so excited to go on the yeah. bus of like pressing all buttons like it's yeah. actually so crazy how few of them have been on the bus like yeah. they genuinely don't get the concept of it because the parents drive, drive don't they yeah yeah like we had a lot of children that had never been on a train or an aeroplane or anything like that. I don't know, when we used to like read stories or like showing pictures, they'd be like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's where it's nice earlier settings are able to take them out and let them experience mm-hmm. something if they haven't experienced before, but obviously if you can't do it. Oh, we took them to Tesco as once. Oh my God. Wild. <laughs> let them wild. Picking up all the crisps, putting them in the pockets. There's one little boy, put it in Zach. <laughs> put his hat back on his head. That's oh, trained. Like that. that is trained behaviour. I know. That's <laughs> like... This nursery's stealing. <laughs> so we went on a walk with some children once and then we had to get something for the nursery at Tesco on their way back. So I took them in the buggy and one of the babies pushed their arms out and knocked over like, oh, yeah. a, like a glass jar of something. And the sauce went everywhere. And I just remember like absolutely panicking, being like, what do I do? What do That's I do? Like parents' worst nightmare. <laughs> when it happens. I remember when I was younger, we were in Sainsbury's. I was carrying the basket around and you know when they display wine bottles? Oh no. Like, all the wine <gasps> and my mum was horrified. She was coming, coming over and cleaning it all up. The fun of going on trips. 
and they're, they are very worthwhile when you do it because like a selfish note as a practitioner your afternoon or your morning work is so much quicker yeah so you've not got the same routine every day you've yeah experiences yeah you can put out different activities engage them in different ways but going on a trip it's a whole new level of experience and I want to say children don't actually in my experience don't misbehave that often on trips because they're excited to be in that situation too so mm-hmm. if you've set clear boundaries they often will follow those yeah. so I've not really had that many problems it's, out on it's, trips it's walking back can't do it my legs don't work I'm tired oh, dragging to them. clarify you or the children both <laughs> <laughs> I was making them drag me. <laughs> Take me. But I do understand why they have, a lot of sense have this reduced ratio because say there's two of you taking out three babies each, that's six. Like, how does that actually work having six babies? No, you've got a triple pram. No. <laughs> really heavy to push. <laughs> Or like, imagine if they don't drop the ratio for toddlers. How are you getting eight toddlers between the mm, two of you? You're not. They're at the stage where they've found the legs and they want to run off. Mm-hmm. Like, so exactly. Yeah. It's hard though, because it's like one of the points that like Ofsted picked up on as well, that we didn't go out enough on trips and outings. And we yeah. tried to argue the fact that, look, we would if we could, but it's just impossible. It is so, a genuine safety Yeah, risk. and it's like, you know, we can't do it. But they were like, no, no, you need to... They need to be experiencing their community and other experiences. I think that's why a lot of settings end up like bringing the experience to the nursery in terms yeah. of asking like parents who've got jobs in the local community yeah. to come in and like fire engines. I used to like love that. those days at nursery. Yeah, and then the children can see it whilst you're still able to be in ratio and stuff like that. So, Did But you? we were by the hospital so the ambulances were always there and we had like big glass windows like at the front. Obviously. So the little babies would just literally stand at the window and like watch and at one point there were loads of tractors because they were digging they knocked a bit down and they were digging uh-huh. so they always shout the tractor men the tractor men oh that's so cute and they stand at the window and then one day one of the men who worked there actually came across and to the window and he bought them a little toy truck oh Aww. that is adorable so he came to the window and he said to my manager oh we've all bought them this truck because we've noticed they keep pointing at the trucks and waving at us a little girl asked in her she lived on a farm and her mum used to bring like a trailer of sheep so the children could really? see the sheep and stuff like because you can't take the, the kids to the farm that's like, so cool of like, the mum yeah, yeah. She, she's like i think she even like brought it on herself to ask the nursery and be like oh like do you want me to bring any of the animals in and she used to bring in you know and snakes shed the skin mm-hmm. and she used to put it in like a little pot and bring it in for all the friends to see and i swear once i must not have like drunk this or anything but i can pretty much remember because i remember showing it to the practitioners that were scared she brought in like i think it was a dead tarantula okay uh, or something like that in a pot and i remember just taking it up and like shoving it in the practitioner's face oh, but you don't mind stuff like I don't that mind though stuff like that, so it's fine I mean if I had a spider in here right now I know exactly what I'd do with it I don't like where that's going I'll throw it at you throw oh. it at you so it definitely depends on the age of the children and the outings and trip ratio that your setting has. Some settings get to go on more, some don't get as many opportunities. It's just about providing your children with a range of experiences, regardless, I think, as much as you can. So for this week's Practitioner Problems, we've got a question and it is, what are your essentials for a centre review? I think it's really important that you have a basic setup of things that are always out and then you have experiences that you swap in and out depending on the children that you're with and what they might enjoy so we always had a set of trays and each in each tray was different things so there'd be one for sight so it'd be things like sensory bottles light up toys there was one for smell which had those little organza bags I don't know if that I really don't know if that's the word but they were like sealed safely with like smelly stuff in like lavender a bag of musical instruments just like lots of different sensory things to get in and out but they were always things that you could swap Sensory as in like preschool is different as in sensory for babies. Whereas 
tend to like when they're older it's more through like the messy play activities that you can do with them i mean mine used to love torches Mm -hmm. so what they do is they used to like create a dark den we had a tent and things and they used to go in there and like mess around with the torches and they used to do that a lot they'd turn the lights off in the room and we used to have these like balls that used to flash and then they'd just like roll them on the floor and go find them under the tables and things like that so for a lot of people the sensory room is supposed to provide them an opportunity to be calm isn't it yeah so things like reduced lighting fairy lights yeah torches like we had fairy lights but i used to try to put them around the windows but they always used to fall Fall down and the batteries (laughs) used to go I felt like in a sensory room, great in principle, but mm. the batteries were never changed yeah. when it was my turn to go into the sensory room. Just turn the lights off and you've got like the fairy lights going, mm. especially at nap time as well. It used to yeah. make the staff feel really relaxed as well. And... The staff napping in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Nursery and Preschool chat room. As always, you can find us on a multitude of social medias, including Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> Instagram, TikTok, Facebook groups. If there's a social media, we're more than likely on it. But in the meantime, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.